In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And since it's Virgo season and Remy and I both have birthdays just around the corner, we thought it would be fun to touch base about that and talk about how we feel about our upcoming birthdays. Yeah, it's going to be a big birthday episode. But first, are you subscribed to Back for Seconds? If you want to access ad-free DST episodes a day early and regular bonus episodes with Sammy and Aileen, go to subscribe.betches.com and join the fun. Hell yeah. Remy, I feel like I should ask you first because you are two days before me. Um, Mm. Your birthday. Two days and a year older. Yeah. Two days and a whole year older. Um, I wanted to ask you this because this, like, this is something that I like to ask people now. Are you a Mm. birthday person? Like, do you care about birthdays? Uh, See, here's the thing. I care so much. I want people to say happy birthday to me, but I don't want to do anything for it. And I also, I feel like the place where your birthday is kind of defines how much of a birthday person you are or can be. Like our birthday is the first week of school all the time, you know? And so for me, that was always really like, because I am an ever changing person and people change over the summer. They make new friends. I, I was always like, who are my friends this year? You know, like, I don't know if I want to plan something yet because I'm not like clear on my group yet. Also, like everyone is in back to school mode. So like people are just more focused on getting their shit together than like having a party necessarily. Yeah. It's so funny that you brought that up. Cause I, I, I forgot about that. I used to be so pissed because in French class, when we were learning the months, Mm-hmm. Like the the French words for all the months, there were different pictures to symbolize each month, and mine was a school bus, and I was like, "God damn it!" Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it is. I hated that it it's was like in the back weather is season. turning. People are getting depressed already. They're like mad that it's your birthday, or they just like don't care. They don't think about it. You don't have ample time to remind them. Yeah, and there's yeah. just other stuff going on. So August Virgos, I think, get like a little more grace because their birthdays are like fun and and summery and stuff. And ours are like, "Mm, time to get like your planner in order. (laughs) Yeah, time to get some new pencils. Literally. Thanks, Grandma. My birthday smells like new pencils. (laughs) Which isn't a terrible smell. Sometimes I am in the mood for that smell. Okay, so our birthdays are September 9th, mine, and yours is September 11th, which... 
I don't know if we yeah, ever never forget. spoken about this, but like, what was your birthday like on that day? It's so crazy. I, I mean, I have to tell this story to everybody that I tell my birthday. I always avoid saying the day because I, I feel like I'm very responsible for the way that somebody reacts to it. And I don't want to make it uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for a lot of people, that day is still very, very somber and very yeah, triggering and for sure. understandably so. I have gotten to the point where I can kind of dissociate a little bit and celebrate my birthday and kind of, you know, the show must go on. But mm-hmm. that day was different because I actually had a field trip that morning and it was it was a whole day of field day activities. So, you know, ropes courses and there was like this tilt-a-whirl thing, whatever. So it was, it was a grade-wide field trip. Mm-hmm. We didn't get back until probably one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon. And at that point, we all sat down for an assembly mm. and they told us what have, what had happened and sent us home. And I also lived close enough to the city that some people's parents worked in the World Trade Center. So yeah. a lot of them were pulled out, but none of us knew until the end of the day. So that was a That's little bit wild. crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so that was your birthday. So had it been, had people been celebrating and like being nice to you all day up until you found out were they nice and celebrating after um they well i had just moved to a new town so mm. i was the new kid this was in 6th grade okay. um so i didn't have that many friends actually at, at that point but after yeah. school i did go over to my friend Catherine's house and she came from a big irish family i think there were 6 or 7 kids um, mm-hmm. at all different ages. And we went over to her house and they had the news on. So, um, that was kind of a bummer, you know, it was really not a great day. And my family tried to, you know, make it good for me, but it was, it was horrifying. It was really yeah. horrifying, especially cause I, I said, you know, a lot of my classmates were personally very affected by this tragedy. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think after that, and it's funny because I, I, I was like thinking about, am I a birthday person? And I think I yeah. would be more of a birthday person if my birthday was on a different day, to be honest. Right. But I will say still in the same week, like you still were the new kid. You still didn't know who your friends were. It's like hard to have a party when you don't know anybody's name. No. And I'll tell you something. I never had a birthday party. Ever? No, I no, not as a kid. I don't remember ever having a what? birthday party. I I think I may have had them when I was very little, but not in my own memory. Mm. It's just not something that I really did. My parents would throw us birthdays like when we were young, you know, like I I had like some really great birthdays actually. And then yeah, once it started being like associated with school age like I think third grade I stopped doing it because I was like ah, like I don't it's it's hard to decide what to do let alone who to invite who do you yeah who do you invite okay a couple years ago this is kind of a side note but related I I was a nanny mm-hmm. and I nannied these two kids who they were not brother and sister, but they they were neighbors and they went to the same school. So it was kind of a carpool situation. Mm -hmm. And we had a bit of an issue because 
they had another friend that would take the train home with us. They all lived in the same neighborhood. And this kid decided not to invite one of the kids Ooh. that I was babysitting to their birthday party yeah. um, because there was only a limited amount of kids that they could invite. But That's an they excuse. did invite, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Here's a, but... I, I think that they, they were, I babysat them for three years. So I think, and, and when we started, they were in third grade. So third grade to sixth grade. So I think once they got to the sixth grade, it started becoming a little bit more like, oh, we're not just friends with people who we live near or who our friends, parents are friends with their parents. Like we have more agency in who we're friends with now. And this one is a little bit weird or this one doesn't really vibe with my other friends. So that was a whole thing. Yeah. It's interesting. I have um, a friend whose kid has your same birthday and he's very young. He's like five this year. And she was like thinking about like, oh my God, I don't know what to do for his birthday. And she said to me, she's like, and then I realized like he's old enough where I can ask him. And she did ask him and he said exactly what he wanted to do. And he's like, and I want to invite five friends and he, these are the ones or whatever. And she was like, oh my God, like, look at you. So not every Virgo is as uh, birthday averse as we are. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your 
your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I actually, I threw myself a big birthday last year. Oh, your birthday party was fun. Yeah, I I was really excited about the number. I think that's the thing that does it for me too, is I'm like, am I A, feeling it? Do I B, feel really grounded in my group of friends this year? Do I C, know what I want to do as a theme? And my I had a fucking theme in mind and I loved the year because it was 33 and that's what you're turning now. Yes, my Jesus year. Right. And people say that. Why? Because Jesus died at age 33. Not the most positive thing <laughs> to say going. Hopefully I make it a little bit longer. Birthday. Yeah. That's how I felt about 27 too, is everyone's like, ooh, 27, like it's the year. The that, 27 like, club. That, yeah. People die. I'm like, fabulous. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, people die, but we're talking like Amy Winehouse and like people who had addiction issues. This is a little more um, 32 to 33 specific, but I... You know, I feel really great about 33. I'm looking forward to 33, but I, I, I'm not sure if maybe it might be in part because I thought that 32 was going to be the best year of my life. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I remember thinking this is going to be the best year of my life and it has not been. <laughs> and, you know, that's for a variety of reasons. Like I've had some tough things go on in my friendships. Some of my personal relationships have gotten more complicated coincidentally this year. I've also suffered a few losses this year, which Mm -hmm. also makes you think about death for obvious reasons. But so I do like just the act of turning a year older because it's like this promise of a new beginning in a way. For sure. There is. Okay. So I don't know how you feel about like the getting older of it all, like the aging of it all. But it's so funny to me because I have these memories of never feeling older in my life than when I turned 25. You know, like there are certain years that I just felt so fucking old. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to be 25. I think I felt the same way about 29, but like not 30, you know, like, I, I didn't feel that 33 was very old, but now I'm like, 34 kind of sounds, eh. Because it's almost 35. But also, I think 35 will be fine for me. I, oh God, the Virgo-ness is just dripping on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) I feel the exact same way. I, okay. So 25 for me, I didn't feel weird about it at all. I remember being so excited, like so excited to be 25. I thought people are going to take me seriously now. They didn't. And, and just like not being in your early twenties anymore, like being solidified as an adult, that kind of feeling. However, I have a lot of friends who freaked out at 25. I have one in particular that like, had a really, really awful 25th birthday. 
and ended up throwing a champagne bottle at the wall because she was so upset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, she had a full on existential crisis turning 25. I really didn't feel that way. Then 30, I also didn't feel that way. But however, the years in between, and it might be just because the numbers are funky, Mm -hmm. it makes me feel a little funky. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that is. I think it was where I was in my life too at 25. Like I was in like a serious relationship that I was like really wanting out of. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be back on the dating scene at 25. I'm so old. Like ancient. Yeah. It reminds me of that uh, Sex and the City episode where it's Carrie's birthday. And then there's this other girl at the other table and she's like, 25? Fuck, I'm old. Like, (laughs) and you're supposed to be like hating that girl because clearly, like, it's not old. But I felt that way at the time. I was like, oh God, it's old maid. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, how do you feel about 34? A little iffy. I wish it was 33 part deux. I might refer to it as 33 part deux. I don't like the number, which just sounds yeah, so see, weird. I, it's um, like, why do we have these hangups about the numbers? I it's, don't know. It's so much mental energy that I don't need to expel. I even was thinking, um, cause I, I count out the days. I always think, well, you know, do I want to throw a birthday party? I threw myself a birthday party when I turned 30 mm-hmm. and cause that felt like a big number. Exactly. And it was a house party. It was just in my apartment. And I- I'm not exaggerating when I say it was the most stressful night of my entire life. And after it was over, I said, I'm never throwing a party again. I, it sounds like it's going to be fun and it never is because I'm worried that no one's going to show up or I'm worried that some people will show up, but those people won't get along with the other people who showed up. And then I'm going to be babysitting yes. them and make sure they get along. Yeah, that we just did Ben's birthday because he's an August Virgo. And like we had a great time. Everybody showed up who was supposed to. It was like it was fun. Uh, and then, I mean, for me, it was a little difficult because it was the first time like people were getting really fucked up around me and like smoking and Mm. all that stuff. But even him who is allowed to partake in those things got home and was like, was that fun for everyone? You know, like he was so wrapped up in if everybody else was having a good time. And that's how I felt last year. I I really want to talk about my birthday last year because I was really proud of myself for throwing something and my theme. If you guys watched the rehearsal, Nathan Fielder's show, he did all these things rehearsing different events to make them easier. So two days before my birthday, I threw a birthday rehearsal at the Alligator Lounge where he had a course skeet practice telling his friend that he actually did not have a college degree. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen this show, I mean... Get involved. Too. It's very <laughs> creative. It's crazy. And the people who did see the show, like it was so funny because people would walk in and they were like, oh my God, I've never been starstruck by a location. <laughs> but you had been to Alligator Lounge before, no? No, I hadn't. And so many other comics were like, oh, I haven't been here since like the open mics or whatever. And I was like, I never knew about it. Yeah. See, that's why I thought you had been because they used to do comedy stuff there. Nope. Yeah, it's a fun place. It is crazy in the show how he made this set in Los Angeles look exactly like the Alligator Lounge. Yeah, no, and we were like, oh my God, there's his table. Like, people were like freaking out. But so I did the rehearsal 
because one, it's like funny and it like, I liked the little flyer that I made for the invites, but also there's something about celebrating a few days before that's like really nice to get it out of the way because then you can just like enjoy your actual birthday and think instead of thinking about like, oh my God, I need to be having like fun on this day. I need to be being celebrated on this day. I also, I was like thinking about like the photos and I was like, I'll have photos to post on the actual day. And then the day can just be for that. So then that day was stress-free for you. Pretty much. I mean, I did yell at Ben because he posted a really ugly picture of me. (laughs) Objectively ugly or you just thought it was ugly? I just thought so. Yeah. And also I had like a totally different hair color and I was like, it was a headshot from when I was platinum. I was like, sir. Oh, so it wasn't from your party or something. No, I was like, choose something cute of me. And he's like, well, this was your headshot. I'm like, fucking five years ago. That reminds me of this thing I saw on the internet that was like girls post like uh, um, three amazing years with this guy and this mm-hmm. is the picture and it's like a picture of Michael Sarah holding a drink or something. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's that's so good. So he ha- did you make him take it down? Yes. <laughs> and he was like, we're really starting this day. Great. <laughs> and I, I just, did feel bad about crisis. that. Yeah. 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 Have you been thinking about what you will post for your birthday, if anything? No, I haven't. Um, I am trying to dial it back from Instagram and just kind of like live in the moment a little bit more. I know. Yeah. And I have too. But even so, I'm like, I need like a really cute picture just to have like 34. Because I do like when all of your happy birthdays are consolidated into one place. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I like having them for me. me. Yeah. I know it's, it's, I have the same mental disorder as you. I promise. (laughs) We, it's the same. We should go to the same psychologist at the same time for a discount. Just checking. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? 
I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This is one mental math thing that I thought of, okay? Because my birthday this year is on a Monday. Shitty, shitty day for a birthday, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Because yeah. I've looked up a lot of restaurants and a lot of them are closed on Monday. So that uh, eliminates a lot of options. Mm. Um, and then on top of that, it's like people don't want to go out on Monday. You know, we had Jared Fried in the studio the other week. He doesn't even want to get drinks. He doesn't want to go on a date on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's a Monday. I'm not going to do that to people. So I texted my family saying, hey, are you guys available on Sunday night um, mm. to do a birthday dinner? My mom responds. Sorry, can't do that night. No explanation. Oh so I'm like, God. <laughs> Mom, you better have a good excuse. Susan, like, you ever, you, Susan, what are we doing? You better have a, the best fucking excuse ever. Do you want to know what her excuse is? She has tickets to a concert. What concert? Who are you seeing? What concert? I don't remember. What? She doesn't even remember who she's seeing. Sounds like a lie, Susan. I, is it a lie, though? You just don't want to celebrate a younger woman, Susan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you have another daughter? Do yeah. you have another daughter whose birthday is on Sunday who you need to go celebrate behind my back? Um, so to accommodate her, I made it during the day. But then I was thinking, well, no one's going to take a good picture of me in the daytime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like when I think of like a cute birthday photo, I'm thinking like it has to be at night. Interesting. No, I've been picturing my birthday photo in the day. Okay. Do you want to trade? <laughs> you can go with my family. Interestingly, my birthday is on a Saturday this year, which oh, is the so day good. that I was born. Like I was on born a Saturday? on a Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that's called. Maybe like a golden birthday or something like that. Something. I mean, it's got to be like maybe your second golden birthday because your golden birthday happened when you were nine. Right, nine nine. So this year, since it's on a Saturday, I I'm just gonna have like a get like a little dinner with some friends, some fam, whatever. And then on the Friday, Ben and I are performing September eighth. You guys are in Southampton. Uh, we're doing a, a co-headlining little gig at Sticks and Stones. So that'll be like just like a little fun, easy, low pressure. 
I mean, not low pressure to do that much comedy, but low pressure that I don't have to make sure everybody at the show got along. Yeah. Wait, have you gone on the road before on your birthday? No. Never? I I actually think that might be a really nice distraction. Yeah. Like, it's like you have an activity, you have a set plan, something that you're scheduled to do, Mm -hmm. but then you can go out to dinner after or before whatever it is and make like a little birthday-ish thing of it. I don't think there's going to be any time for dinner that night because this show is seven and nine. Yeah. Oh, dad. I think it's going to be one of those like feeding between things. But then the next day is the actual birthday and it's just like, okay, cool. We did some work and feel kind of good. Have a few friends meet us, have a nice little dinner, go to sleep. Yeah. You know, I'm really into that. Like when people take off work for their birthday, I get it. I I think it's a great idea in theory, but if all your friends are not taking that day off also, aren't you just sitting at home? For sure. Yeah, I don't know who would take off for their... I mean, no offense if you do take off for your birthday, but... Oh, see, I'm just speaking from um, experience when I worked in an office. Some people would take off for their birthday. But don't they want to... Like, okay, I've never worked officially in an office for a very long time. Like, I don't think I've ever been in an office during my birthday. But I feel like a big trope of, like, office shows is that, like, you get a cake at work. Right. Yeah. Like, why would you want to skip out on that cake? I don't know. Maybe the cake, maybe it's worth it to these people. Maybe they think, oh, I, I just want a goddamn day to myself. And this is the only day. Do you like cake? Do I like cake? I like certain Are you a types of cake. birthday cake person? Okay. Yeah. I, well, my favorite cake is carrot cake. Um, okay. And that's usually what I'll have on my birthday. But nice. this year I was considering thinking for, uh, not this a crowd year, pleaser if you're concerned about other people having a good time. Carrot cake is not a crowd pleaser? I don't know. I feel like I like it a lot, but I feel like, I don't know. I think it has like a uh, a bad rep. Bad reputation? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know this. Has everybody been like- I don't know if that's like- true though. Because I mean, so here was another thing with birthdays that I always hated was when we were young, they'd always have ice cream cake. And I fucking hated ice cream cake. Remy, I was legit just about to say I'm thinking of asking for a Carvel cake instead. Which is fine. I've been sitting out cakes for years and I've bought people Carvel cakes. Like I understand people like them, but I would just They're be so like, I'm just, I just love the cake so much and I hate the ice cream. And I'd be like, why do the Twix, why do they have to meet? Yeah. You know, I, well, the thing about ice cream cake is it is a huge misnomer. It's not a cake. It's basically ice cream sandwiches stacked on top of one another. Thank you. But yeah. to me, that's delicious. Yeah. And I, I would want to eat it. I just feel like it's very celebratory. Um, yeah. And I kind of, I don't know, I kind of feel like that. But yeah, cake, like it can be the best thing ever or it can be disgusting. And so mm-hmm. I will never try out like a new bakery for somebody's birthday. I will never, you know, I have to go to a tried and true. I have a few bakeries near me um, that I trust. Mm -hmm. And if I'm getting somebody a cake, I will go there because sometimes, like I've been let down by so many birthday cakes. The cake that I bought Ben this year was disgusting. Like I hated it so much. And I I literally ate it and I was like, oh, this is gross. And he goes, don't worry, babe, The, the cake's about the aesthetic. Like, it's about blowing out the candles and, like, just having the cake. And I was like, like, to a certain extent, yes. Thank you for being kind to me. Yeah. 
I, I do think he is kind of right. Like, I, I think some people think of birthday cake the way they think of wedding cake. It's like you have to have it, but it's for show. I don't feel that way. How do you feel? I feel like it has to look good and taste good because this is this person's favorite cake. Like this cake is a representation of them growing a year older. It better fucking taste good. Yeah. I got cupcakes last year as well as a cake so that people could have like different flavors and stuff and just like have it be a more individual experience. Um, But my favorite cake is a chocolate cake with vanilla frosting. Or one of my favorite birthdays was my family did Benihana and my sister Charlotte brought a pumpkin pie because that shit is my fave. Okay. Pie as a birthday cake is a baller move. That's a baller (laughs) move. My grandma just um, had her 91st birthday and we got her a key lime pie. That's her favorite dessert. And I was like, this is the move. This is the move. Because- you're also not saving like half a cake and and waiting for somebody to come over to your house to eat it because the pie gets consumed quicker. And um, and it's just a little something different. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I was walking around with Ben's cake for like the rest of the day because everyone was like, okay, it was fine. So where did you get it? <laughs> I'm just curious. Ooh, at a grocery store. I just wanted it to like look like a cake. <laughs> It was so bad. I don't. Could it have been that it was sitting out for two weeks? No, I asked them. I was like, "This was same day, right?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, sure, it was. <laughs> Did they write anything on it? I bought an extra frosting because he likes the color yellow. So I just made some little yellowy designs, and I had yellow candles just to okay. kind of personalize it. I practiced some bees and stuff, but they all looked really melty and. No, upset. you don't want to fuck that up. Like yeah. the pipette bag, it's it takes some skills. And also, you don't need to have his name on it because it's like, who else's fucking cake is this, right? It's it's his birthday. Everybody knows. What do you think about number candles? Like oh, I age? have very strong opinion, very strong opinions about this. I think they are totally cute and appropriate up to age 16. And then <laughs> after that, I don't think you need them. Yeah, I got him number candles for 35 because I was like, it's a big birthday, you know, like it's like 35 is a milestone. Yeah. But this year I was like, that would be so weird because he's 37 now. Like Like if anybody gave me a cake with the numbers 33 on it, I think I would need to force myself into a coma. Yeah. (laughs) See, I do love 33 though. No, please don't. That's almost as bad as if somebody bought me a tiara. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How does your family view aging? Like, when your mom turned 40, was she mm. like, please don't say the word 40? Because my mom was definitely like that. Oh, my God. My mom is the opposite. My mom lies up about her age. Really? Like, when she turned 58, I think she already was saying, I'm 60. And it's this weird thing of, like, A, she's ready, I guess. But I also think it's like a... People are like, oh, you look really good for 60. And I'm like, but she's not yet. <laughs> like, she's 58. It would be great if she said she was 75. Yeah, no, her- I think she's still, like, I'm still, I'm not, like, clear on her age anymore because she's been lying up for such a long time. And, like, we're, we're pretty good with aging in that way. My mom is five years older than my aunt. And whenever she turns another age, she'll tell my aunt, like, oh, so this is what's going to happen to your body in the aging process in like five years or whatever. Like whether it's like your knees are going to do something or your eyes are going to whatever. And I've been hearing about those exchanges for such a long time. And I was talking to my aunt about it recently and she goes, oh, I had to ask her to stop. She's like, I don't even want to know anymore. Like, I don't know if I would notice those aging signs if she hadn't prepped me. Yeah. So you've said this before and I have had this particular thought. Very funny that she's like, watch out at 64, your eyes are going to droop a little more. I feel like if somebody was telling me what's going to happen in this upcoming year, I don't know if this is like a manifestation thing or, but I feel like I'd be so focused on it. It's psychosomatic. It would then happen. Yes. A hundred percent. That's why my aunt was like, just stop. Like, I don't need to know. My mom thought she was like helping. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think if you can just stay positive and take the changes as they come, like what's so weird about aging is I think especially women were fed this myth that like you are going to turn that, you know, like it's going to go downhill and fast. And I haven't seen that for anybody I've grown up with. I haven't seen it from the celebrities I looked up to. Like the women who were in their 20s when I was 10 and like are now in their 50s, like they look fantastic. So I'm I'm like, I feel like we got very like spooked that like um, you would just like be expired, especially post 30. Um, there was like this thing that I realized too when I watched Promising Young Woman, I think Carrie Mulligan was 35 and Bo Burnham was 29 and they were both playing 30 and they Mm. both looked 30. And I was like, Oh my, we've been lied to, you know, like, no, we so have, it's just a number not to be cliche, but it really is. It's just a number, but I'm telling you guys, and if there's anybody listening to this, who's in their twenties and they're feeling a little bit iffy or a little bit weird about entering their thirties, I am telling you, and this is, just my experience. Mm -hmm. All of my friends, we're all in our 30s and we all look 
so much better. <laughs> like yeah. it's not, it's, it, there's no comparison because we know how to do our hair. We know what skincare to use. We know how to dress ourselves. And we're comfortable in ourselves and that confidence that's the shines biggest, through. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think that's the biggest part is that we're confident in ourselves. We're not just blindly following trends that we think we need to that don't really work for us. And we're not like pursuing things that exhaust us and make mm-hmm. us stressed and look tired. Mm-hmm. I really, truly think that this is just like the beauty industry brainwashing us to buy more products. Um, and they slap the anti-aging label on it and we're expected to, to purchase more products. But if you actually look around at the people who are aging, I think most of the time they actually look better and come into their own more as they age. That's just my personal opinion though. No, totally. And there's also like, there have been years in my life where like, I think I felt so old at 25 too, because I was looking a little older. I don't know Mm. why. And it can ebb and flow. Like it's not, it's not just like, okay, you look older and older and older and older. Like sometimes there are years, like, I feel like I look like a little spring chicken this year, if I'm honest. I would agree with that. Yeah. I think you look like a teenager. (laughs) Although (laughs) to be fair, I don't see that many teenagers anymore. Right. I have an idea in my head of what a teenager looks like. And it's the people on Gossip Girl who are not teenagers. Who are in their 30s. Yeah. No, literally, <laughs> yeah okay, I always exactly. say this. Like, I thought that 30s would be so scary because I saw the teenagers in Greece. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, like, we're going to get so old so fast. And it's like, no, they're like, they're pushing 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait. Oh my God. I, I forgot her name, but Rizzo. Stalker Channing, Stalker Channing. I think she was like, she must have been one of the older ones she on was. the cast. Yeah. And they did her so dirty in the uh, so, With that cartoons. haircut? No, but like in the cartoon in the beginning too. Remember how like oh, they, did they, they do her dirty? everybody? Oh my God. She looks like insane. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's hilarious. Yeah. And I did grow up thinking that those were what high schoolers looked like. And so I think I, I've never had an accurate perception. I just, I... I don't personally feel that weird about the aging thing. And I think it's partially because we are just not that old. I think I might feel very differently in my 40s and 50s than I feel now. I think you recalibrate all the time. And I'll say this because when Nanny was like 86 or something and I was living with her then, she made a friend in the elevator in her building and she was like, how old are you? The woman's like 72 and she goes, ah, you're a baby. (laughs) nanny is my favorite i know miss her love her also a virgo Mm -hmm. and yeah i think you just recalibrate and you also start seeing like i think you and i were both young for our grade when we become a certain age like all of our friends have already hit that age so it doesn't feel as old anymore yeah yeah that's true i i have one friend in the friend group who's been the guinea pig every single time um, cause she's the oldest and by oldest, I mean, she was born in May. Right. But yeah, you know, I, I feel good about it. I, I never had the fear of like looking older. And like I said, like that might come at a certain time. I, I think I, I've just always wanted to look older. I've just always wanted to look more mature and I'm still waiting for that to kind of happen in a real yeah, way. Yeah. You, you look like a baby still. She's yeah, a baby. But 
like in in some ways that I don't like. Oh, but and you know what? We we could round this out this uh, this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me if this has ever happened to you. I got my hair cut the other day. And the woman cutting my hair, very sweet woman, great conversationalist. Mm-hmm. She doesn't ask my age. She doesn't ask anything. You know, there was kind of a little lull in the conversation. And she says, do you have kids? Mm-hmm. The way that I was so confused by this question, I thought maybe I misheard her. I'm like, yeah. what? I Nobody has ever just blindly asked me if I had kids. I, I'm looking in the mirror. She's mm. cutting my hair. I'm under that harsh lighting, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, in what universe do I look old enough to have kids? Emily, we're at we're at kids' age. <laughs> no, I know. I just don't think of myself as old enough to have kids. Not kid, singular. Kids, kids. plural. Yeah. I mean, I have a friend who's nine days younger than me, and she has three kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, my two of my best friends have two kids and I'm like, what? How do you, mm-hmm. you guys are teen moms. But, um, I said to her, I, I was like, oh, you know what? Not yet. And I'm kind of happy with it because my friends who have kids, it's, I see all the things that they can't do. It's kind of like, they're not really allowed to have a life the way that I still can. And she's like, oh, wow. I have three. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to so- say, So then I realized, oh, that's why she asked if I have kids because she has three. So this is like something that she's trying to connect me with me with. So then it's not even just that I don't feel like I look old enough to have kids. I know that I look old enough that I could have a kid. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm there at the hair salon in the middle of the day in my cutoff shorts and and like a a Phillies t-shirt. And she's asking me if I have kids. I just it, she's like are you a bad mom right <laughs> did you leave your kids in a closet to come here no, they're at camp but then yeah it's so it turned out that this lady actually has two teenagers and a young baby so I was oh, wow. like wow you do not look old enough to have teenagers so this is this is all to say you just never know you just never know no, and you can't make all. any assumptions based for on sure. you know how old somebody looks for sure um, well, I am excited for us to take another trip around the sun. Um, I'm really interested in DSTers perspectives on birthdays and aging too, because I know that this has been very September Virgo specific, you know, some, some of the listeners probably are the guinea pig for their group are the first one aging. Like, how was that? I'm, I've always been curious about that. Yeah. DM us. Did you freak out at 25? Did you freak out at 30? Yeah, what were your biggest freak out years and your easiest aging years? And what's the most embarrassing thing that you did in the midst of that freak out? Well, happy early birthday to you. You as well. Thank you. Happy birthday to all the other Virgos. Guys, that is it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered. Yeah, follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. 
Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.